0: Right? Yeah, Sean. Uh, what gives people the audacity to talk in the movies?
1: I, at any level. I don't know, and I hate it, and I think it's more common now because everybody is so used to being able to watch movies at home. And it, I have so many rules about how to behave in the movie theater in my head to the point where I'm probably
0: on the opposite end of the spectrum, why I'm annoying to go with? I'm not a regular Nazi, but I'm a movie theater Nazi. Oh, for sure. I, dude, I, nobody has any rights but me in the movie theater. Like, but but I'm also, but I'm right. Like, I'm an authoritarian in the movie theater. Oh, I'm, me too. But I'm like, I'm getting this right. Like, I'm, I'm the one who understands this is a show, and I don't think it just comes from being performers and being like, you need to respect a show, which is true. I also think besides the uh, people-watch-movies-at-home thing, because people have always done that for 40 years, Yeah, I think it's people are used to watching videos on their phone. Sh- their attention spans are shot, including my own. I'm including myself in this. I My attention span is awful, but when it comes to the movie theater, I'm the type where, I'll, t- I'll ask you this. Well, you're going to agree with me. Coming attractions are part of the movie. Yes, for sure. And this is, I I want this to be the question of the week with people. Are coming attractions part of the movie? Should you be quiet for coming attractions? And the only answer to that is yes.
1: Uh, the only thing that I will say, and maybe this is where we differ, is the only time that I will, I talk right at the end of every coming attraction if I don't go by myself, if I go with a friend, where after a trailer I'll go, Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, I would like go a back. light. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's a, acceptable. A light tap or maybe like a <laughs> seriously? <laughs> this is the third trailer we've seen Channing Tatum in in this coming attractions <laughs> reel here.
0: The only time, also, I will excuse talking in a movie theater is a long time ago. Uh, I went to go see Zodiac, which is one of my favorite movies. It's, it's got to be my top 20. It's got to be my t- probably my top 10. I love Zodiac. Right?
1: I hated it when I first saw it. Loved it after. Because okay. when I was younger, I was like, "Why didn't? The, how don't we know who the killer is?
0: I know. It's frustrating. It's very procedural. Yeah. It's how the case went, apparently, for the most part. Uh, except for some other stuff. But anyway, I went to go see it at the 18th Street, uh, uh, not Regal, whatever it is, the AMC on 18th. But it used to be called something else. I was really excited to see it. And a little background. Do you remember a movie called Brown Bunny that was made by Vincent Gallo?
1: I All I know about that is there is a blowjob scene. Is yes. that the one?
0: Yes. There's a blowjob scene in it. And Chloe Civeny, the rumor is, and I think it's true, he he was given an actual blowjob in the movie. Uh, I have never seen the movie, so I don't know what you see. I don't think you see it, uh, but the actual th- blowjob was happening, right? So... Cut to I don't know a handful of years later, I'm at the movie theater with my friend Blaine, and we're watching Zodiac. Chloe seventies in Zodiac. There's a really tense scene between Jake Gyllenhaal and Chloe. They're married, and she's screaming at him. It's a lot. It's like high tension. The whole movie yeah. theater is pitch quiet. And my friend Blaine leans over to me and goes, "Is this the part where she sucks his dick?" <laughs> Did you die laughing? I had to leave the movie. I left the movie theater. I left the movie theater.
1: Dude, I've maybe laughed the hardest in my life at a movie theater on something that wasn't meant to be comedic from the actual film. And it was what me and my brother refer to as the Avengers 2 fart. We, t- we talked, I was just with my brother yesterday, we t- it got mentioned. We mention it like once a month still to this point. What I mean, happened? The hardest I ever left. We're in a pretty packed theater going to see the second Avengers movie. And there is one scene in it that isn't full of action. It's when they go to Hawkeye's. Have you seen the movie? Yeah. They go to Hawkeye's. It's all
0: Age of Ultron, right? Wasn't that Ultron? Yeah, yeah. yeah. They go to Hawkeye's. great one. With-
1: they go to Hawkeye's house. And you like meet his family. <laughs> and it's, it's real like down. And it's like the characters are getting sentimental. And we just hear the top of the theater <laughs> and me and my brother are there with my brother-in-law too and we just start dying laughing and then we like stop a little bit and we're like yeah, maybe we just heard that maybe that was like a chair squeak or something and then we hear uh, like a minute later <laughs> and the dude's boy laughs and me and my brother are losing it like you laugh when you're in high school, and you know you're not supposed to be laughing because you're ruining the experience for everybody else. Like I can't even look at him; I'm laughing. And then we notice my brother-in-law isn't amused, so it's making it even, oh, funnier, that's even funnier.
0: to me. <laughs> We're just that's even dude, better.
1: Like I like tears in my eyes. I almost had I almost left the theater. I, we should have left the theater.
0: I had to. We were also towards the back, made it a little bit easier. I got up, I had to run out. I was laughing so hard with that blowjob. I couldn't <laughs> I couldn't take the movie serious I, I I watched it and I got back into it, but I was like, I can't go back in. I cannot you know like the kind of laughing like you said, where you can't Get it back where like even you trying to get it back, you know you're not gonna when you're going, okay, let me just and then you you die again. Okay, let me just that you trying you trying to calm yourself down from laughing is making you laugh harder.
1: Yes, you, yeah. you never laugh harder than when it's inappropriate to laugh.
0: A hundred percent. I'm
1: that's yeah. like a dragon I chase that laughter. I mean that it feels like after the fact it felt so good. Like like leaving that theater, I, I had to see the movie again because I didn't get the effect of that Avengers movie because all I could think about was that 10 minute laugh that I had and that
0: fart. Well, you know, they have that, you know, that that corny saying of like laughter is the best medicine. That actually is therapeutic. You could say that's what they're talking about because For sure. you feel like you afterwards you do feel looser. Like you feel like you're like, "Oh, I got some stuff out laughing that hard." It's I felt like I exercised. There yeah. is there yeah.
1: is nothing funnier <laughs> than a well-timed fart.
0: Oh, it's fart equals funny. That's what they say on O.P. and Anthony all the time, back so in the day.
1: It's, it's, it's rarely ever not hilarious.
0: There's another talking movie theater story I have. Is I went to go see Avengers Endgame, uh, or or no, uh, the Endgame is the last one. What's the one right Infinity before? Infinity War. Infinity War, which is with the one with the giant cliffhanger. At this point, if you haven't seen it, it's the one where Thanos snaps his fingers, and it, you think he wins because everybody starts turning to ash and floating away. And it's like, uh, and for one of those, it's a really well done emotional scene for a Marvel movie. And, it's, yeah. and there's a couple of moments you're like, Jesus, we're there. <laughs> there's some lady. <laughs> like, I didn't know it happened, but I was like, it's a Marvel movie. I, I enjoy them, but I still know, the whole time you know a Marvel movie is a, a movie. And there was people that were reacting like they were, their firstborns were being ripped from their arms. There was a woman <laughs> behind me and it just got even better and better as the people are disappearing into Edge. She Ash. Farted? <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. No, that would have been... Oh.
0: That would have been... I would have respected that more. <laughs> she was going... She started small. First person goes, she goes, oh, no. Every, every person, oh, no. Oh, 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 <laughs> oh, no. Finally, they get to Black Panther. Black Panther's there, and she goes... Oh, please, no, 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 no. And then he disappears. No, no, please, no. <laughs> Jesus, I wonder,
1: I wonder what she did when what happened to Chadwick Boseman actually happened. <laughs> My God, nobody tell that lady.
0: They, her family keeps it from her. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, why is Black Panther not in the movies anymore? It's like, well, sit down. <laughs> God, mm. that's so, f- were you laughing at it? I was, I had to bite my, t- I, she was so, she was legitimately so upset, I had to do the thing where you bite your fist, so she doesn't know that you're la- like, she didn't know it was me laughing at her, because it would have been painfully obvious.
1: I, I, you know what I've had happen to me in the movie theater way too many times, and I may have told you the story I'm going to go into here, where somebody kicks my chair behind mm-hmm. me. And nothing makes me angry because it's such a here's here's the people pleaser in me. It's such a hard thing for me to be able to turn around during a loud movie and be like, yo, stop kicking my chair, because that I also think like there's a lot of other people in this theater. I don't want to yell. And then I'm like, what if they weren't kicking my chair and I'm feeling some type of phantom? You know, I I don't know. Like that's that's what goes through my head. But the whole time it's ruining the movie for me because I'm like, I'm going to snap or and then I'm like, am I being a pussy for not saying anything but one time, when I was—I think I was like twelve or thirteen—it was when the movie *Mr. Deeds* came out. Oh yeah, I know that because I was at the movie *Mr. Deeds*, <laughs> and me and my me and my friend. Wait, went, I'm
0: sorry. How'd you know? Oh, because you were physically at the movie *Mr. Yeah, Deeds*. Okay, okay, which just want to clarify. Not a good movie. It's it's good for Adam. Sand- it's like an Adam Sandler movie. you, you can't not. You yeah, can't miss. it's fine.
1: But I went to see it, and it was just me and my friend from junior high. And sitting behind us were like, I would say like five dudes and two girls, and there were these older high school kids, and they're kicking the shit out of my chair on purpose. Mm. And they're laughing about it. And I can hear them laughing about it. And my friend that I was with is a is kind of a guy that would be a hothead and would turn around and try to fight them, even though we had no chance against these kids. They're way older than us. <laughs> they're just, they're they're dicks. They're they're jerks. Yeah. Legitimately. And they're kicking the chair. And uh, they're, they're, they're kicking the chair, they're, they're making fun of us, like even the girls are kind of laughing, so I was like, I got an idea, and I, I stand up and walk out of the theater like a mentally challenged person. <laughs> I like, you know, like like do like the like a straight up handyman from a Living Color impression. I know it's not right and I know in today's climate that's not right, but this was like 2002, okay? And and it was for survival. So I do that and I hear them like immediately gasp at what <laughs> happens. So I go, I go to the into the bathroom, <laughs> I walk out and I do it on my way back in and I sit down and I literally hear the girl that was with the guy yelling at him. (laughs) I can't believe you did that. Why would you do that? I don't remember his name, but it was like, why would you do that, Jeremy? Did you see that? There's something wrong with that kid. This is ridiculous. I feel so bad. And they're so quiet back there. They went from being loud, disruptive, ruining the movie, to thinking they just, you know, kick the chair of a mentally challenged kid.
0: You did something evil to teach a lesson. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Like, I... (laughs) I
1: <laughs> it was one of the coolest things I've ever done. But in my also,
0: life. you were how old again? Like 13, 12? I was
1: I was 12 or yeah. 13. Where you where you could make fun of a retarded person. It's pretty
0: quick thinking.
1: It, well, I was thinking quick goat thinking. It, it was te, it was 10 minutes of thinking because they were they were kind of abusing us for like 10 minutes, like messing with us for a while. And finally I thought the the one thing we could do is just get up and move and sit somewhere else. The other thing we could do is stand up and yell and possibly get beat up in a movie theater. Or, and, or I could, you know, do well, my here's best the best I am Sam impression. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you, what you, what would have happened is you would have stood up, yelled, and they would have been like, me, 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 and then just went back to doing it. And then if you would have left the theater or switched seats, they would have went and moved behind you there and kept doing it. Like, that's what teenagers do to, like, younger, the evil teenagers, which, which is what they were. They deserve what they got. Yeah. I think it was a necessary evil thing to do. It wasn't even evil. It was just, you were 12 going, how do I get out of this? You weren't even trying to teach a lesson. You are just trying, to like, how do I survive this?
1: Survival. Self-preservation. Yeah. And, and, and the, the great thing about it was, is when the lights, you know, the lights came up a little bit, the credits roll. I just walked out of there like normal. Did they see you? I don't know. The <laughs> usual suspects.
0: You Kaiser Soze them?
1: They like drop their popcorn and start thinking about everything that happened the whole time they were watching me and kicking my chair during the movie.
0: Yeah, you start walking with the, the, the foot <laughs> turned and then it just starts getting better and better and then you walk out normal. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: it would have been better if we were seeing the usual suspects.
0: That would have been great. Just the usual suspects ending.
1: And I had already watched it and I did that to them and
0: they were like, wait a second. That would like, be the ultimate experience. For them. Like he wasn't handicapped the entire <laughs> time. Uh I kind of get why you did it though. So you gotta get a pass on I think that. I get one. a pass on it. I think that's I think you are just like when you're in that like preteen stage and teenagers. You know what teenagers are the scariest to older and younger people. Like anybody who's a fellow teenager you're not as scared but like like because here's the thing when you're older you're scared for a different reason. Like if you encounter like, rowdy teenagers in the subway, you're like, well, even if this gets to a certain point, nothing can happen, I can't do anything yeah, because... Worst
1: case, like, it's like, it's a lose-lose. It's a lose-lose, yeah. Because there's one scenario where what are you going to do, beat the shit out of a teenager? Uh,
0: Exactly. Yeah. So even if it's like, I've been on the subway before where, like, I've seen, I've never gotten messed with by teenagers in the subway, but I think I've come close and I've seen them doing it to other people and I'm like, I really want to interject, like, but what am I going to do? Like, yeah, I would just beat up a, a sixteen-year-old, like you know. And also, it's like there's there's usually gangs of them, and you probably get murdered anyway. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's like usually a bunch of them. It's like a, it's a whole gaggle. Well,
1: and there there is a difference between a New York City teenager and a teenager anywhere else in the world.
0: That is true. Like when we were kids, and we were like, if you grew up in the city, it was like, ooh, it's like a yeah. city kid, city kid, and they were like tougher. You know, and then we were like suburban Long Island kids. You're just
1: like 13-year-olds riding the subway by themselves. Yeah. And you're like, hey, you can't smoke on here, kid. They're like, fuck you.
0: My girlfriend oh my told me, our dad grew up in Manhattan. He rode the subway to school at five years old. That's by crazy. Himself. But I think that was the thing. I think it was different back then. I think it was like people would look out for you, and, or for the most part. I think that he, he was wrong.
1: more of a man than I am now.
0: When he was five, <laughs> he was a he was a t- really really like man's man. This guy. I get scared. I on never the met subway. him, but I've heard so many stories. <laughs> I
1: still get scared on the subway sometimes. Yeah, everybody
0: <laughs> should. Oh, I watch my. I do a thing with the subway, especially now because New York has been a little bit saltier than it was. Um, I did it where, where was I? I was somewhere in Manhattan, and I was on a certain block and. I, I've lived in the city long enough to know, like I've been, you know, from New York, you have this thing where you're like, something could happen. So I take, my, whenever that, I have that one little feeling, I take my headphones off and I put them in my pocket and I walk without headphones. And then you kind of do that thing where you do the sidle, the side eye, where you look like, it looks like you're looking at your side, but you're looking behind you. I've, I don't know if you do that. I've had that I, happen I a do. couple times. Yeah. How many times do you think that's, uh, what percentage
1: of times that you do that do you think it's absolutely necessary?
0: It's very low. Yeah, It's low. I think it's more of a, a self preservation thing. I think what it is is a thing of going, I'll just do this to be on the safe side, but it's probably nothing. Uh, a couple different times where I thought it was going to be something, it was somebody just walking fast next to me. Yeah, I do the key. I like hold my key in my hand. That's a good I idea. I don't do that. I should it. do that. Yeah. I, I bought like a, like a harmless knife that I was like, oh, I'll carry this around with me, and I never did. Oh, you're rocking a blade? <laughs> I didn't, know, I didn't know you were into blades, dude. It's five fingers long. It's, it's a, it's a, it's a five-finger blade. Oh, you got a five-finger blade. Five-finger blade. No, I yeah. think the uh, the blade isn't the blade thing. It can it can't be longer than four fingers put together in the city. I I, like I don't that.
1: know blade law in New York City. <laughs> I'm, Apparently, not a, I'm, not, I'm not listen. An expert I'm like not
0: you. a blade guy. I'm not a knife guy. I have one knife that I use to open up boxes. Okay, sure. I'm a box cutter guy. I did realize. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but yeah, but when you encounter like you're right, like with the teenager thing, when you're younger, you're like I'm intimidated by these teenagers. When you're older, you're like I don't want to go to jail for punching a 14 year old in the face. And also, I don't want to punch anybody in the face. But I'm not. I don't want to go. That would be way worse for me. That's the kind of thing where you're being the good guy, but you become the bad guy. You know what I'm saying? Like by interacting with them, or not just kind of taking yeah. off. You become the aggressor because you're the older person, even it, though they were assholes. You know? it, it's,
1: it's going back to our Shooter McGavin buzz argument. Mm-hmm. If those two got into it, Shooter McGavin, regardless of what happened, if they fought each other, Shooter McGavin would be wrong 99.999% of the time, maybe even
0: 100 Yes, Yes, 100%. 100% he'd be wrong because he's a good 25 years older, 20 years older <laughs> than... Uh, buzz, but uh, but it's just immaturity. You know what I'm saying? Like that's that's what it is. It's like you're that's what you're dealing with with that. And like I remember being a teenager, but we were like not that bad. We had our moments, but we weren't like harassing people in movie theaters and on the th- like we were pretty harmless. But speaking of immature, great segue. Uh, <laughs> we we both caught the Love Is Blind. Want to spend a little bit of time on this? Oh, I love the Love, love to. Is Blind reunion. And if you guys are Love Is Blind fans. Uh man, I hope you saw the reunion because wow. Shake is just a superstar of grand proportions.
1: Reality if, as far as reality TV goes, he's if if he does anything else, he's making his way at some like Mount Rushmore territory. Yeah, he's hilarious.
0: He'll go down with Puck and and Richard from the first Survivor. It'll just be a remember Puck (laughs) from Real World. Puck Puck was like the quintessential like I'm an asshole in the house thing, whatever. And obviously he was doing it to try to act like a tough guy and all this. And that was twenty some odd years ago. Shake is a different kind of that guy. Shake was, Puck was like I'm purposely being an asshole to you and I know I am. Shake was like. No, no, I'm a good guy. (laughs) Just saying awful things.
1: Everything that came out of his mouth in that reunion, if I had said that in the same situation, I would be sunk down in my chair and just so scared and humiliated. But he did not seem to give a fuck that nobody in that room liked him.
0: I think it's a a recipe, a mixture of... I'm playing the role on this reality thing, but I also think that is that dude. Yeah. uh, Just based off, like, just based off him on the show, it's so funny because on the actual show, they edit it to make it look like he is that guy. And then he has a little bit of a self realization thing when he's with her and he's like, hey, I'm not. Attracted they, they almost treat it with kid gloves. He's like, I'm not attracted to her. I'm trying to get better at this. I, I'm I, I, I wanna be a better person. Like they, they make it seem like he's trying to like better himself. Yeah,
1: like, like he's having a revelation. But exactly. what, what they said on that reunion is that the stuff he was saying about her to other people was way worse.
0: Yeah, which it also makes me that's why I'm on the side of this show so much because most other shows would have just put that in.
1: They would have showed that and I kind of appreciate that.
0: Yeah, and on that reunion just based off their reaction to Shake, I'm like, these are actually quasi-real people. They're not yeah. just here to act on this reunion and fight and throw tables at each other. They're here because they looked mortified when this guy would talk. <laughs> the, the best is he's he's
1: literally talking about how meeting people in these pods isn't natural and doesn't work, and everybody's like, yeah, man, <laughs> that's the whole fucking point of the show. That's like going on Survivor And being there talking to Jeff in the the tribal council and saying, Jeff, this just doesn't seem normal for humans (laughs) these days to be without a home and and running water and a bathroom
0: to go to. Yeah, it's going on naked and afraid and going, where's the clothes? (laughs) Where's our clothes?
1: Why is this lady looking at my dick? (laughs)
0: Yeah. What about civilization? Uh, Where's my phone? Where's my car?
1: This doesn't make any sense.
0: Yeah, uh, 100%. And I think... I think by the reunion I think he actually was himself on the show, and then when he he must have, man has you can only imagine the Instagram messages this guy got after the airing of the show. Can you imagine the blowback? Like or, like the hate. That yeah. He got? Oh, I'm sure it was most. I'm sure it was ninety ten, ninety percent hate, and then ten percent of women who hate themselves that were like, "Hey, I'm I, I'll hang out with you." Like, I, I guarantee
1: you. Yeah, for because sure. Because there's
0: always somebody. There's a comic I have in mind who like has all these female fans. But he obviously has an issue, like a hardcore issue with women. Like it's, like, it's like, you know, guys, everybody makes jokes, but his are so, like, hardcore that you're like, you just hate women. Like, it's just full on you hate women. Like, n- no irony, no comedy whatsoever.
1: I, I see that with Friends, where anytime, like, not the show Friends. But they seem to be—they seem to like women on the show. Friends, the showrunner seems to be pretty pro-female. Uh, if you um, ask somebody
0: that's younger—that's younger than you—they would say no. It's misogynistic and it's homophobic. Oh, really?
1: They're certainly not pro-minorities because there are those none shows of
0: never were. Like yeah. people get on Seinfeld's case. I'm like, well, who do you think was hanging out in uh, early '90s Upper West Side uh, Jewish coffee shop? Like, who do you think? Like, uh, don't get me wrong. Yes. But, I, but like, like, not that I'm saying they shouldn't have more black people on Seinfeld, but, like, I don't know, man. I'm, everybody on that show is based off a real fucking person. Yeah, sure. So it's like, you know, I, I, it's not that big of a deal, you know, and things have gotten way better.
1: But I, ha- I have friends that when I go to for relationship advice or something like that or if I, if I had a fight with a, with a girlfriend or a girl I was dating and I give them the scoop, they never give me the honest feedback because they're always just like yeah women are wrong about that dude and it's just like okay so you stop going to them for advice
0: uh yeah pretty much yeah. i have friends like that too where, you, where they'll say some stuff and you're like mm, i think you should look inward
1: you know their brains are smaller <laughs> you know and they you know
0: they just don't think like a man when you got dainty hands you got dainty yeah. dainty uh, thoughts there but absolutely uh but no so when I, wow, I had like a brain fart for a second. That was crazy. Just black out. I, yeah, I just passed out for 30 seconds. You didn't say anything for an yeah. hour. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, but as far as the show goes, the reason why I think people love this show so much is first, the second season, they got regular-ish looking people, like some very good looking people and some people look regular. And then also besides that, you can tell, I don't know, man. It seemed to me like a lot of them were like, hey, this is us. This is like... This is we're being ourselves here. Just based on the reaction of that dude, because normally what would happen is the minute he started talking, if they were all there for the show and to be in the spotlight, yeah. they would have started. How dare you! And had their moment. But if you noticed all of them were doing, they were rolling their eyes and whispering to each other. Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
1: And that's how you know it's real. Yes. The the two best things he did in that reunion is one, I love when a guy snaps out and calls everybody fake in the room.
0: Oh, it was like and well, it, it happened the first three minutes of this you, episode.
1: You know you're the problem when you tell everybody that they're the problem. <laughs> and he just doesn't even get it. He's like, I'm the realest motherfucker in this room. <laughs> Rarely do you ever yell I'm the realest motherfucker in this room and you're not the problem. He
0: was like Denzel in training day, but of <laughs> reality show reunions. Who's <laughs> like who's like love is blind? Ain't got nothing on me. <laughs> on top of a car with two uzis. Uh, Just ab- absolute oh, shit Shane, show.
1: Shane, I know you like to get wet. <laughs> That's what he says <laughs> when he's crying. <laughs> Shane starts crying. Hey Shane, I know you like
0: to get wet. <laughs> what? Dude, mm-hmm. uh to be honest, it, there was parts of that that I was alone in my apartment watching it and there was parts of the sh- the reunion that were so awkward. I I looked down Yeah, (laughs) that's how awkward it was. I was like, I can't even look at the screen for this part. It
1: that show brought me back to reality TV.
0: Yes, absolutely, it brought it back
1: for me. Oh, you know what
0: also did was 90 Day Fiance. 90 Day Fiance is pretty interesting. You should watch it. You'll you'll it's fascinating. You wonder why these people do this because there's all these different motives. uh, I think for why some some of them do the shows for the green card. If you know the the premise, 90 Day Fiance, it's where this um, they have all different versions of it where you know you know somebody your fiance for 3 months and then you get married.
1: The Ben Shapiro jokes that we made on the last episode, those jokes aside, it is funny that all these shows that are reality TV now are really just shitting on <laughs> how much of a joke marriage is. It's kind of sad.
0: I think it comes out of a whole lot of people like kind of I don't know, I think things of like when when Humanity kind of progresses. I think that what you have is you have like people realizing, like, carb. Remember back in the day, they were like, no fat, get low fat yogurt, get this. Yeah. And now people are like, hey, how about not have everything have sugar in it? And people are kind of getting what like health should be and how the human body works more. The same thing happens with like marriage. I think a whole generation of people were like, I don't know, was it more than half of marriages and in divorce or whatever yeah. it is. People are realizing that you have to take be, be realistic about stuff. Like, it's not good for people's mental health to stay in something that's wrong for them, relationship wise, for 50 years, because then it comes out in a lot of shitty ways domestic violence, people, maybe some suicide, maybe people just being miserable the whole lives, you know? So it's good to, like, kind of check in with uh, a reality, you know? Be- beca-
1: well, well, because on one side, you look at a show like Love is Blind and you think, oh, this premise is seeing if there is something else that could make marriage work better than the traditional sense, but to me, it just seems like ah, nobody gives a shit. If it doesn't work out, they'll just get fucking divorced. Everybody gets divorced.
0: I, I, I think that's absolutely. I think that's the underlying context. Yeah. I think that's why you had multiple people ask people to marry them within the pods because yeah. they knew, like, nah, we just. It doesn't really matter until we're on the altar and saying yes, I do. Yeah. And then, and even after that, it's like we've been married for a week. Shows over, boom, we get quick annulment, yeah. a quick divorce. That you're right about that. People have realized like marriage has become like a joke to a lot of people, and I don't think it should be. I think it's I I, I took I was married. I took it seriously. Like I think it goes person to person, but people love watching stuff like that because yeah. they they still. You know what's so funny? I think it's happening. Both things are happening. They people think marriage is a big deal in their minds, and they find it very romantic and it's very grandiose. But on, t- on the flip side of it, they know realistically there's not as much of a taboo for being divorced anymore. So if you really had to, you get divorced. Did you Did you have a big wedding? When you it got was married? big-ish. It was like probably 150 people, 130 maybe. Be- being a people
1: pleaser at your own wedding, I think that's a tough situation, and it would be tough for me. Like, well, when, like if I had a party where there were six people there i would be so concerned with everybody having a good time and giving enough of myself to each person
0: uh, that definitely happens and i am when i go out and i have i'll do i'm the guy who will invite people from different groups of friends to a birthday party or a big hang or something like that and i'm like what you're saying at your wedding you would be that's what i am at like i'm in the middle of patties running between groups and making sure everybody's having a good time Weddings, you get off the hook a little bit because you're in it with another person. People understand that it's like you have to make the rounds and go. It also goes very fast; like yeah. you don't even have time. I remember this. They told they tell you before you get married, like make sure you take time to like slow down and enjoy it and like take it in and like realize, oh, it's a big deal and it's a moment because you're taught people. You're like it's like you're famous for a night; like you you are literally people only want to talk to you the whole night. So you're bouncing around at tables. But you're also like you have no minute to even think. Is everybody having a good time? Because it's uh, it's up to the other people you've hired. If it's like a traditional wedding, eh, that they, they're having the food, they're having this. Like you, I'm the same way as you. with The people pleasing, obviously. Yeah. But I didn't think of it once that night because I probably you know. To be honest, I probably did ask people, "You having a good time? You having a good time?" But yeah. I wasn't really concerned because you were busy the entire for four hours straight. It feels like if I had to be. Realistic, it feels like it's an hour and a half, and it's like four hours.
1: You're completely overwhelmed. Then I guess you're. I guess yeah. I guess in that situation, you're too overwhelmed seeing every single person that is important to you that you just can't even. The people pleaser in you kind of maybe takes a back
0: seat. It does. Uh, it's like you're Pete Davidson and Kim Kardashian out to dinner. Uh, <laughs> For one night in your life. (laughs) 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 What they must deal with on a weekly basis, that's you. You're the biggest deal ever. For for four hours. (laughs) For four hours. And then you go back to being a nobody. (laughs) (laughs) So, but yeah, I know what you mean. Because normally in a more, in a situation where I've invited people to hang out, like, you know, texted, or I have, I try to have a big birthday party each year because it was the, the, I, my 40th birthday party was the first one I did at Patty McGuire's in New York. And I invited every person I knew and it was a big hang. And I've done one each year since and invited everybody I know and it's always a fun time. One of my first interactions with you <laughs> is I, I don't,
1: I the only time I met you was briefly you did our show. Yeah. Uh, at Eastville Comedy Club and I just was like hey thanks for doing the show you were like oh thanks for having me and it was that boom then I see I would see you like in like walking past and would be like all the
0: time those, in Astoria
1: like like a wave but then when I actually talked to you we were in Othello Deli me you and Colin and you are just You're like, hey, you guys coming to my birthday tonight? we're like, "Uh, yeah, sure. Come on out. Come to my birthday. There is a girl behind us that must have heard us talking, a stranger. And she was like, oh, you're comedians? We're like, yeah, yeah. She's like, oh, I always thought about doing comedy. You're like, hey. You want to talk about doing comedy? Come to my birthday tonight. <laughs> a birthday party. A girl you never met. She's like, "Where's it at?" You're like, Patty McGuire's." We we get outside and we were eating right out, like in the outdoor part of uh, of Othello, and she's still standing there. And you're like, "Yeah, here, type it in." P a d d y s. <laughs> I don't know if she ever came. I don't. She know didn't. If, I don't think
0: she did not. No, but like, I actually the way she reacted, I was like, she might actually show up. Yeah. Yeah. I, and, and my thought process were, was show up and talk to comics about doing comedy. Well, and you were telling me
1: you kept going because cause, uh, again we first met and you were like Colin, you have a girlfriend, right? Uh, he was like yeah yeah, and you were like Ray, you're single. It's like yeah. He's like hopefully she comes, man. <laughs> you can talk to her. She's cute, right? You think she's okay for you? You'd like her? And, and I'm they, like I'm like yeah, man.
0: <laughs> sure.
1: This is know, my
0: second comes. interaction with you. Yeah. Like actual real interaction. Yeah yeah yeah. That's uh, Jesus
1: Christ. It was so funny, man. I was like, "Yo," I was like, "That guy is a trick, <laughs> man. He is, he is just all fastballs today, dude." And you know, in fairness, it was your birthday.
0: It was my birthday. You, you caught me in birthday mode, yeah. yeah. And yeah. that was a
1: big one for you, forty-three. For- <laughs> <laughs> Such a big one, a big milestone. Yeah,
0: yeah I know. That's my, I. To be honest, I like. I feel like, I feel like some people must come to my birthday party. Each year, and go okay, we get it. Like, but I, so I think this year I'm just gonna like invite like my close buddies, like, and just be like, hey, if anybody wants to come, comes. But I, I maybe I shouldn't overdo it at 44. <laughs> seems a little I, bit. I make
1: a big deal about my birthday.
0: Yeah, I know. I don't think it's a problem, but I'm like. I don't want to make people feel obligated for it. That's another way that we go, people pleaser. I'm like, ah, now I'm thinking people are like, oh, God, I got to go to Donnelly's fucking like Irish bar birthday. <laughs> just, just, just this idiot, this drunk idiot, just roaming around going, you're leaving? Everybody has the same impression of me at, at, at the bar when I go. They go, I, I won't let people leave. I've actually, people have brought it up to me so much. I'm the guy, if you're leaving, I'll go, what do you mean you're leaving? Don't leave, don't leave. Like, hang out, hang out. And I always thought it was a polite thing to do because I'm like, I wanted you to be included in the hang. But everybody's like, yeah, you can't do the Irish goodbye with Donald because he's like, you're leaving? Why? You know, all that. Yeah. So n- I've stopped doing it. <laughs> well, like-
1: you, you know what that kind of makes me think about is oh, real quick. We are also, we, you know, we should also never say to each other again is the, I'm just going to go for one. We have <sighs> never good... just went for one.
0: That's, ne- yeah. It'll and never I've ha-
1: never just went for one.
0: It'll never happen.
1: But what I was going to say... And I think,
0: are you think... Do you think we're at the point where we know? Like, you know. When you say it, you even know. But to be honest, I did... Last time I said I said that to you, we were like, eh, I don't know, man, I want to go overboard. I go, well, I'll just get you one. I really did think, like, we'd go for one. I really... Because I was like, oh, we're both kind of strapped for cash. Let's go for one. But I love... The problem is I love drinking a lot. So do Jameson. I. Jameson. I, yes, Jameson I love. And it just
1: goes down so smooth. <laughs> And this we are looking one. for sponsors. <laughs> <laughs> you don't even have to pay us. We'll plug you every episode. Just send us a, a free bottle. Um, but what I was saying is is the, I think part of the reason why I feel so inclined to people, please is I've had friends in the past give me objections when I say I don't want to do something. And I hate that. and I never do that to anybody. You know what I mean when when you're like, "Hey, do you want to do you want to come out and drink tonight?" And I like if a friend said that to me, I would go, "Ah, no, nah, I can't tonight." And then they go, "Why?" And I'm immediately like like what kind of fucking excuse can I think of to tell yeah. this person, you know? And sometimes sometimes it is like a money thing or it is something where uh, I'm super hungover or there's something that I'm a little embarrassed of that I don't want to tell them. There's partially that. And then there's also, I don't feel like it. Yeah. And, and I've had friends that have given me shit in the past about it.
0: You know what it is? Last time I asked you to hang out, you were like, at first you were like, no, and I'm like, oh, is it a cash? I think I was I was prying. But I think I was like, eh, if not, no. I think I usually followed up with like, if not, no sweat. Don't worry about it.
1: That was a cash thing.
0: Like, yeah, yeah. But I mean like, but then you came out anyway. Yeah. But I'm like, when you came out, I was like, oh, like I forced him to come out. I try not to make it where I force anybody to come out. But once you're out, I'm like, don't leave.
1: <laughs> no, it wasn't that. I, I also have severe FOMO, too.
0: Oh, do you? Yeah. Like, yeah.
1: Like not, like, not FOMO as in, like, I don't know. Like, I'm going to miss something cool. It's just I would be sitting there... At my house, watching TV, and be like, ah, I could be goofing around and laughing hard with friends and drinking. It's not like I'm like, oh, I'm gonna miss something there. That yeah, they might, yeah. They might run into Ch- Dave Chappelle. Yeah, <laughs> Dave Chappelle might be at the Irish Rover in Astoria.
0: <laughs> yeah, you know. they might run into the Booker from uh, <laughs> Yeah <right>. Grove Forty Three. <laughs> um, no, yeah, I, I, I know what you mean. You're like, ah, did I. Why don't I go do something? Like it's like, why don't I go out and go hang yeah, out? Yeah,
1: like them? I don't have a fear that you and Colin and Kevin, after going out, would have been like, Ray, you missed it last night. Yeah. You know, like a
0: tell joke. The oh, the, the, the ten minutes after you left, the Dixie Chicks broke it and started blowing everybody. <laughs> yeah. even the kid with the even the fat kid with the Babylon Five t shirt got a hand job.
1: Yeah, yeah. That's not what I'm worried about. It's just more in the moment. I'm like, man, I'm
0: fucking bored. Yeah, no, I think you're right. And I think it's like a thing where you have to, that's, you have to do more stuff. I, 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 there's times where I'm like bummed that I've been like, now nah, I'm not going to go out. And there's times where I'm like, oh, I made the exact right decision. Especially when it's like, that happened the other night. And I, it was some, some random birthday party of uh, a comic that I barely know. And I was like, and was like oh, we're at comedy shop. Do you want to come? And I'm like, yeah, I'll go by, And then I'm like, hey, you guys still there? And then I'm like, what am I doing? I'm exhausted. And I just didn't go and i but i did make it seem like i was going and i never followed up with a hey i'm sorry i can't come text what what what
1: is what is that breaking point for you with with being uncomfortable though like because i have you know
0: uncomfortable t- with requests like that or well,
1: y- yeah like or or really in any situation because oh, i've dude. put myself in some uncomfortable ass situations because i didn't want to say no to somebody or because i didn't want to be disappointing Dude, i had one what do you want to say yours first? No, I, I don't I don't really have one that I could think of offhand. No,
0: I've done I've done the same thing as well. But I've had uncomfortable situations come out of I had a breaking point on a thing that I didn't think would be an uncomfortable situation that immediately turned into one of a whole uncomfortable night. And then it got it, the, the the boiling point got so high that I I full on broke down like I just lost it. Um, I'll try to I'm not gonna say names on this. Did a, a road gig with a few comics. Uh, it was in um, like, like in your state in, in Philadelphia and had a situation where the comic that was running it, uh, he was like, I'll pick you up in Jersey and we'll drive down. And I was like, sure. And so me and a couple of the comics, we took the train to Jersey. He picked us up and I sat in the front and it was just a barrage of, of loud, annoying conversation from like uh, immediately. Right. And I... Immediately I was like, what is going on here? Like I was like not somebody that's like on 10 and you're just like, Can we just chill here? Can we just and like I know I'm a yeller, I'm I am a loud voice, but (laughs) I I do know how to chill though. I can chill and I can be normal. And this guy just didn't have that. He's he's talking up the show, he's talking up his 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 booking skills and his his producing skills and telling him he told this guy this that blah 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 nonstop, 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 nonstop. A two-hour ride just straight down in my face, spit in the face, and it was one of those conversations where you're like, yeah, that's great, that's why, and you're trying to get a word in and you can't.
1: And that's a weird situation when you encounter somebody that can't tell what they're doing to you.
0: With with no self-awareness. And then you're like, well, it's not my responsibility, I don't have it in me to say, you have to stop. Like, I I don't have it in me, because I, as we, you know, that's not us. I don't have him to go, dude. Relax, and you don't know what's gonna happen after that point. Do you know what right, I mean? Right, right, exactly. So, right. So, what I mean, his
1: reaction. Well, well I, I think the what goes on in my head in those situations, and, and not to totally derail the story you're on, because it, it it's we're getting good. <laughs> uh, and it's... and I, but I think in my head, okay, I can deal with being annoyed and uncomfortable right now. More than I can deal with the fact that I think saying something would hurt this guy's feelings.
0: Um, yeah, and that's hey, we're just in the beginning of this thing, and that's what I was at. I was yeah. like, oh, okay. this is just him. You kind, he was a little, he's a little bit of an erratic guy. He, I, I got it; it wasn't that big of a deal, but it was like, I was like, this is, seems really intense for like a chill ride down to this place, right? So he's nonstop. Uh, all the comics, the rest of the comics, were all uncomfortable, or like, kind of like, what the hell's going on? So we get down to the club. He's talking about how great the show is going to be. It starts pouring, raining. We get down there. We try to kind of escape from this dude because he's not—he won't stop talking. He's following us around the club. One of the comics finds out he's making fifty dollars less than he was told, so he doesn't know if he Ooh. should bring that up. It's—it's just, it's just an absolute shit show. We're all just trying to relax, and we're getting like 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 just tension headaches from how annoying this person is, and it won't stop, won't stop, won't stop, and uh. We do the show, and we tell the guy, because it was me closing, this dude hosting, this uh, uh, this girl um, going up after the host, the producer going up right before me, and then me supposed to do 45 minutes. Yeah. We had a lot of comics. We wanted to make the early train back from Jersey, so we tell him, don't do more than this time. Of course, he does ten minutes over that time. We're annoyed about that. He's making us late for the train even more. We have to take the later train. The drive back to make the story a little bit shorter. The drive back, same thing. I'm in the front again. Da-da-da-da! Right in the ear. Um, I also had an awful set. There was thirty people there. I think it was all his family. Uh, was, you couldn't see anybody. In the, it wasn't like a, where it was a low light where you could barely see anybody. Where you could see the room at least. You could. It was like space. You couldn't see anything out. I think it was an awkward situation. I had an awful set. <clears throat> um, we're driving back to the train. Same thing. Right in the face. Nah, nah, nah. Me and the other comics are literally texting each other. I'll give this guy the money back if he shuts the fuck up right now. Okay. That's what I was going
1: to ask. Everybody else is now. Everybody's on board.
0: And then on top of it, at this point, I'm trying to go, yeah, I I hear you, man. But, you know, all right. All right. But I'm not saying stop talking because I don't have it in me to do that. We get to the train station.
1: Or at this point, not stop talking. Shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. Yeah.
0: Yeah, Shut the (laughs) fuck up. We get to the train station. Uh, I go, okay, man. Thanks so much. I gotta go buy my ticket. He goes, I'll wait around for you guys. I go, not necessary. <laughs> no, no, it's fine. It's fine. So I'll get everybody's miserable at this point. We get out of the car. They are standing around. I go get my ticket from the inside the place and the and uh, the you know the ticket center thing whatever. I go get it. I walk out. Something just I all I see is. Two miserable faces, the other comics, and this dude. And he's just doing the same thing to that. That's why, And I just... Something in me just <laughs> snapped. Something in me just snapped. And I go, that's it. <laughs> I go, that's it. I'm done. I'm done. That's it! Go, that's it. I go, that's it. I go, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you very much. And you would have seen his face. He knew something was up. I didn't say... F you or anything like yeah. that. I, I, oh, that's it. We're done. Thank you. Thank you. I give him like one of our awkward handshakes really hard. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Let's go, guys. Let's go. <laughs> let's go. And I'm like up. and I, I'm freaking out. I'm, like, I can't take this guy's voice. So we go up on the train platform. We're walking. We get out of, out of his line of sight because he's back by his car. And we're all looking at each other like, what the fuck was that? What is going on? We're like shell-shocked. We get down to our spot. You know, you walk down the train. It's yeah. New Jersey Transit. We walk all the way down. We're like, all right, we're waiting for the train. 15 seconds we're up there. We look to the left. He's walking down the platform towards us, coming towards on the platform.
1: My God.
0: Pointing up in the air going, train delayed? I think the train's delayed. Is the train delayed? And, and I'm going, what? Uh, apparently there's a notice, uh, 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 a, a message on the machine yeah. going, going. Uh, train will be ten minutes delayed, but I didn't even hear it because uh, I was so frazzled. And I go, "No, we're going. No, no, no. It's fine. Go yeah. back. Go back.
1: <laughs> go back." Yeah. You know, and we're like, "Because if you come over here, I'm gonna throw you and in with- the tracks <laughs> in ten minutes when this train comes."
0: So we're like, "No, no, no. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Go back." And he's like, "I'll drive you guys. I'll drive you guys." I go, no, no, no. Drive back. Back to the city.
1: Oh God. No. And
0: we go, no, 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 no. And he comes. He just ignores us. Comes down. He starts talking to them again. The other two. I go fifty feet over. I'm on my phone, just texting people. Like, what the hell? Whatever. Train comes. We wave goodbye, and they get on. We go back. Oh, dude, man, it that, was. You know what? What? Uh, uh, in they listening- should use them at Guantanamo. They should have <laughs> used them at Guantanamo. They want to give them all the information. Where are those? Where are those next planes coming? Well, that.
1: I'm, 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 I had a little bit of a revelation in listening to that story.
0: Yeah.
1: Is that I think the only time that I am not that much of a people pleaser is when it has to do with something that I consider myself knowledgeable in. Or like a world where I have some stake and some clout. And and I'm not saying that I I have clout in comedy. Like, you know, I could tell... But I know know what you mean. I've been doing it a while. So I am a lot more comfortable... In being harsh on my opinions and, you know, speaking up for myself and being, you know, vocal when something annoys me or irritates me. Yes. And it's just like that. And then I was thinking how we were talking about having harsh opinions on movies I because I love movies. I've seen enough movies. And then I guess when those situations come outside of that in the real world, real world. In the real world, that's a hard one to say.
0: Real world. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's <laughs> real
1: real. real. <laughs> uh, in, in, in the real world, <laughs> I don't think of myself as somebody that has maybe accomplished enough, or that's where all my insecurities lie, is I don't feel like I'm an
0: expert as a person. I 100% agree. And I feel the same exact way. Because when it comes to comedy and, and certain things that I think are within my wheelhouse and I'm very good at I will, I will tell you how it is. When yeah. it comes to like, I don't know, opening up a bank account? <laughs> 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 like basic life skills. Yeah. I want to do a bit now. I even told you about it. and uh, it, I can talk it out on the podcast. Yeah. Working out bits with Ray and Sean. Um, but I said, I go, I'm om- say I'm almost a stepdad. I'm like, I don't even know if I can do that. Because even I can't do adult shit. I can't go to my girlfriend's son and be like, Hey, he's like, how do I tie a tie? And I'm like, I don't know. Ask your dad. And when he tells you, come back and tell me.
1: Yeah, because let me know. Because that's
0: kind of where I'm at. Like, I have no confidence in a lot of life shit. Ch- changing a tire, a bunch of basic well, stuff. Dude, I get this thing where I will be, I'll go back home to Pittsburgh
1: and my brother and some other people will be in a conversation out here and they're talking about refinancing <laughs> and mortgages on houses. And I'm just like... Yeah, really. I just Venmo my roommate who's the only one on the lease every month. <laughs> so it's really where I'm at. You
0: know at. Just by sheer stupidity, we're off the grid. <laughs> 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 Yo, that is a
1: fucking quote. That is one of the best quotes. Co- because that is my life. Uh, I, by sheer stupidity, I am off the grid. We're like,
0: we're, Yeah,
1: 100%. Like, I, I, my, my car... Is registered in Pennsylvania, and hopefully my insurance company's not listening to this, but it's registered (laughs) in Pennsylvania, and my old car, I just got a new car, I was late on a couple payments to the point where I was pushing being repoed, but they don't know where the fuck I am, (laughs) and it's not because... You know, I am this fugitive, no, renegade, no. Uh, Robert De Niro in heat. <laughs> no, it is because I am too dumb and too lazy to figure out how to transfer all my stuff over to New York. I've been here almost three years. Yeah. I still got a, I still got a Pennsylvania driver's license, Pennsylvania insurance, Pennsylvania car, you know.
0: Dude, I full on am owed 200 bucks from this arts council thing. Because I didn't put in to get a W9 with them to get paid. Like I like, I, I'm like, can you just Venmo me the money? Like can you like I'm I, I am pretty broke and there's like money out there. Like my assets are tied up just out of me not wanting to do the work to get the money. Yeah. Like it's like, like it's absolutely the amount of times that I'm like, I do stuff to just make things easier on me is remarkable. Like it's it's out of control. I'm ashamed on a daily basis of what I haven't done. And
1: I retired in 2017. <laughs> I'm not kidding you. I quit, I quit the day job that I was working and just for nine months lived off of my 401k. And it was one of those things where I was like, I'm going to spend this time quitting this job that I hate. And I'm really going to focus on what I want to do in life. You know? And instead, I just got drunk, took trips. <laughs> went to the casino at three in the afternoon and it was like oh me having that type of disposable income and free time is a danger to myself
0: yeah like when you hear about all those stories about like people like i watch shark tank all the time i love it but like i'm always like what's my shark tank idea but i'm like i would never have one because i'm watching shark tank like (laughs) the people who have those ideas and are that driven do not watch shark tank they're too busy doing the thing that's going to make them the money but when you hear about all those things you hear about the stories about the guy from one company was offered it's like tech companies and stuff like that and they're like they hold out for the billions because they know they have a great idea and yeah. they're willing and they and, they, and they're kind of calling a bluff a little bit but they're also Full on, like they believe in their idea and they're driven enough to make it get to that point, or hopefully make it to get to that point. And they luck out, and then make instead of making, like uh, instead of making like I don't know, ten million, they make like four billion or something crazy like that, right? Yeah. I hear those stories. If you, just the first part of the story, I'm like, take the ten million, yeah, take the money and retire. Like if I made, if I made. Three million dollars, I would, ret- I'd be gone. Dude, I'd be ret- I would,
1: I, I would have sold Uber for ten grand. <laughs> <laughs> also, on cue, while we're having this conversation, a bill collector was just calling me on my phone, <laughs> <laughs> and I don't know which bill collector it is. I, I thought I was pretty caught up on some things, but I know, you know, I know I don't know anybody from that area.
0: Let me ask you this, because we have to wrap up pretty soon, or we can just keep going. Whatever you want to do. Um, do you have both? sections of the show do you have a jerk store moment or a jerk of the week i kind of mine i kind of have what two both from the same story but do you have anything from this week
1: i i i have a uh, i have a jerk of the week and it is putin somehow not vladimir putin <laughs> it is the guy that we talked about on last week's episode that i did the impression of it's ben shapiro having like a super harsh take on the batman If you were somebody that's supposed to be some type of uh, political political expert or be somebody that you want to accept their political takes, maybe not have a harsh opinion about a fucking superhero movie, dork.
0: Well, also, you know what it is? It kind of proves what we were saying about that stuff. Like, the fact that... that's why they're not real people. They're not real intellectuals. They're not real. They are just pundits. And they're just they're they know the algorithm. So he knows his take on Batman is going to show up in front of your eyes because he's figured out this is the stuff I need to talk about. I have all my opinions about politics. And that's when when, when that doesn't work, then Batman's trending. I'll talk about Batman. That'll get
1: me in the algorithm. It,
0: there's no actual, there's no, there's no more, hey, this is my expertise. I'm going to talk on this. It's that. It's the no. I'm going to talk about what's trending, so I stay in the lexicon of, of the public eye. Well, I
1: I, th- I think even even politicians, I always worry about. Does does this person actually? And and we we won't get into a political conversation. No, no, I'll, we should I'll shouldn't. just delete it from the podcast. Right.
0: Um, <laughs> but no,
1: I mean, what I'm saying is is I always wonder, and and even people on TV, even even sports um, analysts that like like a Stephen A. Smith you hear them and i want to know i i know obviously know there's things for dramatics but what percentage of you knows how full of shit you are what percentage of you knows actually has these opinions or what percent you know what i mean like like when a when a politician makes a big deal about something you're like does he actually care about healthcare for all or does he know that that'll get him votes
0: you know what i think i think that spans both parties so i think we're kind of Go, we're not taking either side here, which is good for the podcast because we we really not political, but we, yeah. two weeks in a row, I guess we put, well, that's But that's there. why I
1: don't have any, any political opinions is because there's not a lot of shit that I care that much about.
0: Right. And I think really what it is is that when there are people who care, I think you can tell. But I still think it's politician caring. So I think you're going to have that Show business for ugly people angle on it That's what they call politics (laughs) Show business for ugly people Which is really, really funny Really? Yeah And it's true Like like when people like That's why When you ever hear like Hey, I'm at my job My job is uh, The politics is really bullshit at my job Like Like What? What?
1: Just made me think of your job. My Love bit, the bit. bit. Uh, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. But, 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 you know, people talk about politics in, in situations all the time, but that is what the word means. So the fact, the actual business of politics, there's a lot of semantics and BS going on, actually makes sense, because they're just talking. They're just, yeah. just a bunch of hot air. So I think what happens, I think being comics, we know, we, I think we, we know people. And I think you can tell who are the bullshitters and who are the ones, just based off how they speak, their actions, stuff like that. So I think the ones that are actually doing stuff... Like somebody like Bernie Sanders. Do I think Bernie Sanders has an ego? Yeah, but do I th- do you think he has conviction and has believes what he's saying? Yeah. Some of them, I think they could have been saying anything as long as they're uh, yeah. still have the power, still have the attention, still have whatever. It is. As, as yeah. much
1: as I didn't like him, I thought at the beginning Trump believed some of the shit that was coming out of his
0: egomaniac um, mouth. Not I, did, that I, I never it. did I because I was, believed it. I knew him from the. I think he. I think he believes it in the in the minute that he's saying it. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think that knowing, oh God, we're gonna talk about Trump. Uh, knowing, knowing how Trump, uh, knowing for 30 years you grew up in New York and he so, there's so much tabloids. Now, the guy's always been a clown, so I never, would, I wouldn't. When you think of that, you're supposed to be like, is supposed to be serious and it's not? So that's that right away. I was like, I'm not well, important. With him.
1: Well, he, but he's the ultimate opposite of us that guy. He's
0: so, the purest so. form of he is not a brand new jerk. He is a old school jerk. Old school <laughs> jerk. Like he is the purest form of of just ego. The best thing I ever heard about him and this is just this is also just personality based. There's people like this. Yeah. Uh one of the reporters that was on his campaign trail was like um I think he's just start trying to survive whatever 10 minutes he's in. He'll say whatever he needs. He's almost like a POW. Like he'll just like if you're a POW you're trying to get out of that POW camp, you'll say whatever you'll charm the pants of any one of your captors just to get out of there, right? For the most part. Yeah. That's what he is. He has there's no it, there's no morals, there's no actual conviction, there's no there's no uh, any kind of like uh, virtues or anything. <laughs> Can you imagine
1: publicly calling Rosie O'Donnell a fat pig and then having zero remorse for it? Do you know what I mean? Never. Like that would be so fucking strange. But yeah, but
0: but that's why it works too because everything just rolls off his back. So people, people, the same way we want to be kind of jerks, people like people who are already jerks and kind of bozos, they're like, oh, he's like the Transformers. He's the Megatron. (laughs) He is the absolute the Voltron of. Being an asshole. And I I, I aspire to, ha- to not give a fuck about what anybody thinks.
1: And, and But he genuinely does not. I don't think he does. He's the opposite of a people pleaser. There's because he thinks the people are already pleased. And if they're not, they're wrong. He doesn't care.
0: And he doesn't care. He's only caring about his money and then the attention that's being put onto him.
1: But, but going back to like
0: us not being
1: political guys or having political opinions. I think that that could be a reason that we are people pleasers and, and maybe I'm speaking for you. So tell me if I'm not, but one of the reasons I'm a people pleaser is just naturally there are not a lot of things that I have that I care about that harshly in life to argue about it or to bring up points about it or to be a contrarian. And one of the main things that I hate are people that are too passionate about shit that doesn't matter.
0: Uh, I agree to an extent. I, I think, it, I kind of wish I probably had something that I, I think also being informed. I think that comes from personally, I think that comes out of me being not informed enough on certain topics to be, I feel confident enough to be arguing them. Yeah. That doesn't stop people. And not even politics. I mean, every anything really. But I do think, like we said earlier in the episode, the things that we do have the conviction for are Comedy and and, mu- and movies and, and music sometimes. Like, if I, you catch me in a bar, you'll get my opinions on music, you know,
1: whatever. Yeah, well, yeah. So that's what I'm saying. In the in the political world, I don't think of myself as any level. I'm a white belt at best. So yeah. I'm not going to get into many fights.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I kind of feel the same way. And, I, and I'm also, in the same way that we're saying how much we, uh, you know, I just think, do think Trump's a bozo? I also think the people that still give a shit about it, that whole scenario are also in the same realm where yeah. it's like, well, you also are showing how how vapid you are because you're still, you won't stop talking about this guy. He's gone. He lost. Like, just give it up. Like, get, like you know, move on. Move it's, on.
1: It's going back to one of the first things that we talked about on the podcast, and I don't even think this was an episode that we released, is that the best way that I describe how I generally feel about things is that, I hate when people don't say thank you when you hold the door open for them. At the same time, I hate the guy that just held the door that makes a big deal (laughs) about them not saying thank you.
0: I just think you don't like performative outrage. No, on any level, even if no. it's one word, all the way to uh, your your Twitter account, uh, you know, putting a, a a French flag behind your picture on your Facebook or something, and yeah. all this bullshit stuff. That's just the, the thoughts and prayers bit, which I brought up on the show. Which I I agree. I hate phony convi- phony conviction or phony morality or phony like like uh, uh, when you when we know you actually don't care. It bums me out. Me too.
1: I but, love that you've been using bozo a lot.
0: Oh, you like Bozo? Yeah, I say yeah. Bozo. Yeah, I, th- I love Bozo. My favorite thing ever was a video. Talk about jerks of the week, and they and they still are kind of popular online. I am on TikTok all the time. The Island Boys. Did we already talk about the Island Boys? There's a it great it clip, which I don't think I've said of <laughs> the original Island Boys video of them in a pool rapping off off so awful they're rapping. So good. So good. You I like them? <laughs> you don't like them. Yeah. But there's these two guys... I ever thought everybody knew about Island Boys. A lot... some. I asked a couple of comics. They had no idea what I was talking about. There's these two idiots from Florida. They have, like, sideshow Bob haircuts. <laughs> they're all... They're tattooed up from head to toe. And they had a TikTok video that went insanely viral. And they're twins. They're like these two Cuban twins. They're them going... He's an island boy. He's an island yeah. And it's just... It, it's supposed to make you mad. And also, half the population loves it. They think it's yeah. cool. And I, I think that's probably... It decides if you're a Gen Xer or a, a Zenial or not, if you f- hate their guts. They
1: look like the Gen Z version of those two twins from the second Matrix movie.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's their kids that just yeah. came out of the program. Anyway, so my favorite thing to happen in the past like month or two, whatever it was, is a clip. I love when they, that's why I like Snoop Dogg because Snoop Dogg is not that far off. I think he might be fifty now or fifty-one. I'm forty-three. He is a clip of him and Kevin Hart. I think it's like before the Olympics or something. Some kind of clip of them on a panel, and they're watching the Island Boys. (laughs) And they go, they cut to Snoop, and he goes, "Just two goofballs in a pool." He's called them goofballs. (laughs) I love that shit. You like clown, goofball, bozo? To me, that's the most insulting thing you can. Oh, see,
1: I use goofball, kind of more of a term of endearment.
0: Oh no, goof! You fuck! You fucking goofball! Like you clown! You absolute clown! Like I love that. I think that's more cutting than being like. You asshole Or you would Because I'm going
1: to start Using Bozo I think Yeah start using Bozo I like uh, You know what I was thinking About bringing back Punk
0: This punk I got dudes of punk Maybe it's come with your age You're getting your 30s Yeah Maybe like, hey, This punk won't get off my lawn <laughs> Get off my lawn You punk <laughs> You just become Clint Eastwood <laughs> Yeah <laughs> Clint Eastwood and <laughs> Gran Torino <laughs> Just racist Ray <laughs> yeah, Just cracking <laughs> off A
1: bunch of Polish <laughs> jokes
0: Yeah <laughs> Um, but, dude, I have the same story that happened to me today, so it's fresh. I'm, all, I'm a big, uh, the same way with not talking in movie theaters, you do not cut a line in front of me. Do not cut a line, right? You'll say something? Yeah.
1: Because that's not people-pleaser
0: behavior. It's not. Uh, and today I did a thing where... I was at George's Deli, Great Deli, on Twentieth Avenue in Astoria. Make a hell of Greece. a chopped cheese. They absolutely do. They make great Philly cheesesteak. They make great everything. Great cold everything. Grilled, grilled cheese I had there. Any cheese-based dish yeah. that you'd like to have. Anyway, I'm there, and it's one of these delis where there, there isn't a set line where you know where the line is. That happens a lot in New York. There's two paths you can take to go to the register. I hate it. It's chaotic. It sucks. So, and it gets really busy in there, yeah. right? So... I, to be honest, I was almost, it was almost like a, I was like a proxy for somebody else because I had nowhere to go. I actually didn't mind for myself waiting, but there was a dude in front of me. seemed like a young guy, had a mask on, really timid, multiple people just cutting in front of this dude from the other angle, from the other angle on how to get to the the cashier. And I'm just watching this happen. And then there was a dude who came after me that came in, that went and got his stuff and then went the opposite route, that, that other angle. And he was online, and he was neck, and he was kind of doing that same thing where he was gonna cut this kid again, and this kid was not saying anything. Yeah. So full on. At first, I just go to the kid. I go, "Yo, just pay for your stuff, man. Just like I'm like, go pay for your stuff, and then." He didn't say anything So the guy go Hey man I think he's before you On this line And the guy He was inching up He was going past the kid Yeah And the guy goes Oh no 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 no, no! Yeah go ahead Go ahead Go ahead I'm like Nah man Don't give me the innocent act Because I didn't say this Oh okay But I was like Nah, nah he, just let him go man Let him go Because I was like We gotta was, get that
1: kid On the podcast We should Because
0: <laughs> I was getting mad The thing about it is Is I was getting mad Like for him I was like, why aren't you... But I was also getting mad at him at the same time. I'm like, yeah. go, man. Show some balls. Just go. And it's just a line at a fucking deli. You see this guy came in 15 minutes after you. Go. Go up. Pay for your shit.
1: You are such a New Yorker. That is such <laughs> a New York thing where you just said, I was mad at him for not for not jumping up and paying for his shit. And I was mad at everybody else for taking advantage
0: of him. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So I full on... Uh, say to the guy, I go, and then after the kid went up, I go, "All right, man, you can go in front of me if you want." Like, I was trying to be like, "Hey, I'm not going to be like, it's for me." <laughs> you were Robin Hooding. I was Robin. <laughs> I
1: was Robin. You were it. doing a Robin. That's Hooded a great term. George's Deli.
0: The thing that pissed me off. About, so my jerk store moment was saying something to the to the guy, and then my jerk of the week was kind of this kid in front of me because not only did he not did he wait all the time and waste everybody waste my time. I helped him out, got him to the front. He ignores me on the way out. Doesn't give me the, the nod or the thanks or anything. Oh, Nothing. Wait, I need the praise. You, I want my you need praise. The praise. I want my praise. But it was kind of both moments happening at the same time. Jerk store and jerk of the week.
1: Well, if you're out there listening, which he should be listening because it sounds like he is a people pleaser, um, a little thanks after somebody helps you out will do you some good. I do I'm it all the him. time. I'm talking to him. If he's out there listening, yeah. If you're out there listening, what was his name? What would you think his name is? I can't.
0: I'll be racist if I say I can't say. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you can't hoodwink me like that. You can't ask somebody, a white guy, to go. What, would you, what, it, what do you think that guy's name is? is it if Hector? you had to guess, no. Okay, I, I think I know his name. <laughs> yeah, you're not even gonna say. You can't put me no. in a corner. Well. How about Ralph? His name is
1: Ralph. <laughs> I don't. If, if he's working in a call center, it would probably be Ralph. Why is that? Oh, I was guessing he was Indian. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um. Well, now I know what he is by process. This is like get. This is like the worst game of <laughs> Guess Who ever. <laughs> we might be deleting this part. Who knows though?
0: You never know. Um.
1: Do you take uh the the last thing I guess in closing uh because uh, I love Bozo, I love Punk, I love those um. I don't know. I don't even know what you would call. It. I guess they're insults to an extent, but you know what I take offense to what? is
0: certain uh, uses of the word "bud." I, I, you know what's so funny? You say this. I used to get annoyed at chief. I don't like. chief. Oh fuck, chief, dude! I'll kill you. Chief is it's it's you there's a tone with chief and bud and boss and boss boss probably can have both. I think they. Chief and Bud, I think, are always, what's up, Bud? Or, like, uh, yeah, Bud maybe has a borderline. Uh, Chief is always, like, you are talking down to me. Let me hear
1: your power ranking of the most offensive (laughs) to you between Chief, Bud, Pow, and boss. I know I'm putting you on the spot, and
0: this could change. Okay, it's good. Yeah, don't. Quote me on this, but okay. Most offensive to least offensive, or least offensive to most offensive? And pal is least offensive.
1: And we'll put and we'll put this out. We'll put this out to a vote on yes, social media. Yes, please. Pal is
0: least offensive. And would you say chief, chief, pal, bud, and boss? So number one is chief. Number two is bud. Number uh, boss, and then pal uh, in in descending order. Least offensive is pal to me. What's All up, right. pal?
1: I th- I, th- th- I think I would agree with you. I th- I, th- I think I think Pal had a little bit of uh, time in the sun as the most offensive, and was like, hey, "Why don't you watch yourself, Pal?" Well, that's different. But that was uh, I think that's that when people were just using Pal a lot. I don't think anybody uses Pal period. Right. It's kind of antiquated. Chief but Chief is brutal.
0: I don't think. Hey, what's up, there, chief? Like, if you're if you're the go to. Opening phrase on a jerky boys phone call, <laughs> 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 you know that you're not nobody means chief ever. Like, no, it's never been said with any kind of uh, um, anything behind it. Uh, like, hey, I, hey, my, hello, my friend. How are you? Like, I'll say my friend. I say my friend to a lot of places. You
1: do say my friend, like, how a, are you, my friend? Like, you're working at a resort in Cancun, Mexico. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> but, but I do mean, thank you, my friend. Like, I think it's a good, uh, inter- I don't know. I just think it's a good thing to say never will you catch me say chief what well, up there chief I think that's so pompous
1: well chief is twofold now because chief is not only always meant to be condescending or sarcastic now it's offensive because it's uh you're making fun of Native Americans probably
0: um see I never associated it to native I'm Americans. I'm starting to do it now uh, I always <laughs> think of like I always thought of it as like the chief of police or the uh fire chief
1: well that's where that comes from though
0: yeah, you're right. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. But they still say fire chief and chief of police, though. That's never been. Canceled. I'm, can- I'm canceling them. You can-
1: <laughs> yeah, I'm done with it. <laughs> changing- Listen, NYPD. <laughs> if you keep calling the leader of your department the chief of police, canceled.
0: They just. I want. I'm gonna have a uh, petition. You have to call chief of police. Number one cop, <laughs> the big guy, lead police officer, <laughs> lead police officer. But actually, that already is a thing. I think lead lead officer on something. Oh, really? Lead officer on an investigation. Oh, the lead. I'd be a be, lead detective. You had to make it sound really goofy. Be like, but like the bossy boss. Like, like, like the something. king
1: of the, pol- the the king of police.
0: The king of bang bang. Like just the <laughs> the yeah. king of shoot shoot.
1: I. You were right though. You nailed it. I, I think. Uh, we will put it out to a vote. Maybe we'll put it out to a vote before the episode comes out. Might yeah, be best. I think we should. And then they yeah. could see what's you know, what's the most offensive. And not even most offensive, just what's the most like, all right, you're, you're fucking with me. You're treating me like an asshole.
0: Chief is always, Chief is, I'm going to pretend I'm familiar with you, but I don't want to get to know you. That's what that is. Yeah. That's, I, I'm, I'm pretending to be your friend, but I'm keeping my distance. That's what Chief is. Yeah, I, I don't have time to learn your name. You're chief to me. What about kid? What's up there, kid? I say kid, and yeah. I always get shit for it because I'll say it. Well, I say it in two ways. I don't say, What's up there, kid? But it's always to my friends, but I don't mean anything by it. And I say, This kid did this. And my friends you are like, You
1: do say kid for when you're talking about a man.
0: And I'm talking about a full grown, yeah. a lot of the times over 35 year old man.
1: I could always tell how drunk my dad was when I talked to him on the phone by what he called me. And mm-hmm. kid was when I knew he had a little buzz going on. But he was saying it like, what say like hey. what's up that day,
0: kid? Or no, he'd was be like, hey,
1: what's going on, kid?
0: Yeah, but would he, if you were one of his buddies, would he say it again? Or is it because he was your, you were his kid?
1: It was because I was his kid.
0: Okay, that, so that's another thing. If you're actually saying it with the real meaning of the word.
1: Ray when he's, you know, sober. Raymond when he's a little drunk. Then kid is when he starts getting real loose. And then son,
0: he's blacked out. What I I always wanted to uh, once again I might try to do a joke about this I'm not trying to farm out material here but I always wondered no, it's
1: fine you fucking workshop at me I <laughs>
0: was wonder, always wondering at what point which I am one of these people now at what point at what circumstances in my life turned me into a have a good one guy. I never was a have a good one guy. You never a have a good one guy? And then I adopted it. I don't even know what one the one is. I guess it's a one of anything. Like It's like have a good one of anything. I always kind of would maybe scoff at it a little bit when I was younger. And then one day, I just was a have a good one guy. I like have a good one. I like have a good one. I think it's pretty folksy, and it's very familiar, and I, I enjoy it. But I don't know. I could not tell you the inception of me becoming a have a good one guy.
1: I, I, may, uh, I would say in the past six years, I became a big take it easy.
0: Take it easy,
1: yeah. That's kind of how I live my life. I'm, I'm easy breezy, you know? Yeah. yeah. I'm, I should be in a Hawaiian shirt. I should be at a beach at all times. I'm all about taking it easy, relaxing.
0: I definitely have I definitely say take it easy. I'm trying to think about what I... What the, that sign-off is its own thing. Uh, and have a good one is one of them. I do a lot uh, of brother I drop a Hulk Hogan amount of brothers. brother. What's up there, brother? I say brother now, too. Yeah. I say and I've been doing that for a couple years, and I'm like, oh, that also is like, where that comes from. I appreciate from? it, brother. You know what I liked? I saw, either I heard somebody say it in public, or I saw it maybe on some, I don't know, maybe something. And have a great day. What do you think of that? Get that out of my
1: face. I don't like it. Have a great day. It's too generic. There's no warmth to it anymore. You think so? Have a great day. What are, you, what are you, a cashier?
0: Maybe that is like a cashier thing, but for some reason, like maybe because I'm um, it's so outside what I say that I'm like, oh, maybe that does is nice to say. Have a great day. Have a great day. No, do you, I think, he, do you think there's ways you can say it where you mean it? Where you're like, no,
1: I don't think you can ever say it and really mean it unless it's somebody that you know well and the people that you know well,
0: you're not going to say that general ass shit to at them. least it's more zeroed in than have a have a good one could be like have a good life have a good day it's very like very v- uh, vague have a great day you're like i want you to have a great this exact thing
1: i think it's actually kind of creepy too and it's putting a lot of pressure on them
0: have a don't, great day. Yeah, don't
1: put pressure on me to have a great <laughs> don't, day. Don't, don't tell me to have a great yeah, day. What if I needed to have a mediocre day today? What
0: if <laughs> what, I'm not on today? What if my mom just died. you me <laughs> yeah. not have a great day. You don't know you don't know my life. You don't know my, you don't know <laughs> yeah, my address.
1: Yeah, that's what you, next time somebody says to you, Hey Sean, have a great day, you just go, uh, actually um my mom was mauled up by tigers. <laughs> so <laughs> Uh, it's gonna be pretty tough, but thanks.
0: Yeah, so maybe you'll have yeah. a great day, but I won't because I have to go, I have to go identify a body at the <laughs> yeah. morgue.
1: Yeah, my day will be a fucking five at <laughs> best. And that's five out of 17. I go on a way different scale than other people. Okay,
0: okay. All right, have a good one. <laughs> <laughs> you yell at them and they go, all right, have a good one.
1: <laughs> I'm gonna start giving people advice when somebody says have a great day. I'm gonna be like, okay, I will. Future reference. Don't put that kind of pressure. On <laughs> Next time, just say "take it easy."
0: Have a good one. Here the, where's the uh, I might start saying "keep doing you." There's an old school joke of "keep doing you." You keep doing you. Oof, that might be chief. <laughs> you, you do you, bro. Oh my god, that might be chief. <laughs> not you do you. Keep doing you. Keep doing you, brother. <sighs> there is brother softens one it. Authentic. <laughs> you know, keep doing you, letter chief. Letter behind that. Uh, yeah, keep doing you, chief. I'd probably kick you in the face, I'd kick you right in your fucking Pittsburgh face Have you ever said that to me. <laughs> keep doing you, Chief. Keep doing you, Chief. No, uh. I would maybe I, just to, just to spite you, I would kill myself in front of you. Just to go, no, I'm not gonna keep doing me. I'm gonna end me, and I'm yep. just shoot myself in the head. Why? Why did Sean kill himself?
1: I got no idea.
0: <laughs> uh, <laughs> I didn't say anything
1: to him, but keep uh.
0: doing you, Chief. Keep doing you, Chief. All right, there, Chief. Keep doing you.
1: If any message us if anybody could think of a better sign off to a conversation or a worse sign off to a conversation than "keep doing you, Chief." That's not like "see you later, cocksucker."
0: I think it's even a, that's warmer. I think it's it, "I see you later, cocksucker." Yeah. It is because it probably means you're familiar with them enough to call them a cocksucker. Yeah. But like, I, 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 my intention always is to be as familiar as possible. Like, like. Familiar as possible without overdoing it where like you never want to make it pretend like you're like, Hey, I'm, I, I'm such great friends with somebody. But like, even the thing I told you on another episode where I was like, I, if I'm texting somebody for the first time, I'll say, instead of saying, Hey, it's Sean Donnelly, I'll say, Hey, it's Donnelly. It's Donnelly. Which I got called Donnelly a lot. I don't think it's that bad. I think it's like, it's like trying to be like a little bit familiar in the opening. You know yeah. what I'm saying? I, I don't think there's anything wrong with that, but also, I am not going to be like, I don't know. Be like, oh my God, how are you? Like, you I don't want, want to be, be, like, be
1: too familiar. Not
0: too familiar, yeah. So if I say, hey, it's Donnelly, give me a text back it's, about X, Y, and Z. It's
1: like. like how everybody that's fans of my buddy Bill call him Billy. Like all of Bill's <sighs> fans. I'm sorry, Bill who? Oh, <laughs> Bill Joel, who I'm going
0: to see this month. Do you imagine if you were the guy that just that did that with every, <laughs> every <laughs> buddy who had a nickname in there? How many actually you know it's so funny? It is kind of weird that he's this hugely uni, like universally famous like musician and he has like a little kid's name. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the grow you, up dude. Are you going to the Billy Joel concert? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Grow but up, it's like grow but, up, bud. but I know people familiar with Bill Burr call him Billy Burr. It is like a it's a familiar thing. But Bill, you're saying you're close personal friends with Bill Joel. Yeah.
1: Bill Joel. He actually doesn't like being called Billy because he does feel like it's
0: childish. <laughs> he told me that. <laughs> there um, are there any other, like, uh, what other famous musicians or actors are there where it's like, oh, well, yeah, even even for a really serious guy, shouldn't it be Tom Lee Jones? Why is it Tommy <laughs> Lee Jones? Why is it? He's the most, he's the guy that, like, full on, you ever hear that story about Tommy Lee Jones when they were working on Batman Forever? No. He saw Jim Carrey at a, re- at a restaurant And he, I forget the exact quote, but he walked up to him and he was like, I think, I think maybe Jim Carrey, he's like, I think he might've asked him, why don't you like me? And he's like, because you're a buffoon. And, uh, (laughs) and, and he said something else. I forget the quote, but look it up. It's a famous story. (laughs) But it's also like, fuck you. Your name's Tommy. How can you be that serious if your name's Tommy? Tommy Lee Jones might be a
1: hall of fame jerk for that, dude.
0: Uh, he's what known for that asshole. shit dude. He's a serious. Even that award shows. Look at all these clips. Everybody's laughing. He's in the audience, and I think people think it's for a bit. Like he's trying to play deadpan. I think he's just a really. I think he just is the guy from No Country for Old Men.
1: And, and that wrinkly. No, he was nice. In Actually, that. he was. He was really nice. Yeah, in that that. wrinkly faced asshole. He, he's dude. He's 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 had, he's had sixty year old man face for the last. <laughs> Yeah, twenty-five right. years.
0: Why does he look the same now as he did in Fugitive? He has the same <laughs> exact face. What was it a mask he they is, put on? He is weathered, man. He's a weathered dude. He's very weathered. Uh, really good actor. Uh, you know, I think he's very commanding performances, but. Not a nice guy apparently Or maybe he is a nice guy To people that he respects But he doesn't respect Jim Carrey Fuck him But all you hear about Jim Carrey is It's not Jimmy Carrey But you don't All you hear about Jim Carrey Is that maybe he's not The greatest guy either You never know
1: all right, last, last question before we wrap up. I, I, th- I, think, yeah, uh, I think This is a super-sized this episode. Is, this is
0: Whoa! A, we might cut out five yeah, minutes. This but.
1: is a Francis Ford Coppola-directed <laughs>
0: episode. This uh, is a hateful aid on Netflix <laughs> episode. <laughs> this is our Irishman. <laughs>
1: I, I was just going to say, if,
0: if your name was Robert, what do you think you'd go by? You know what's so funny? I have a very good friend of mine who's named Robert, and I call him Bob, almost like half-kidding, but he actually, I think he doesn't mind it. He likes it. Uh, my friend Robert Dean, and some people call him Rob. Some people, uh, uh, some people call him, he goes by Robert professionally. Robert Dean. Uh, I call him Bob or Bobby because uh, we're buddies. But um, and almost to be like, I just like the word Bob. I think yeah. Bob is a fun name for a friend. Um, if I, but if it was mine, I would go by Bob or Bobby. I think that's a great. You'd be you'd be a Bob, or a Bobby bobby up until the age of 18 i'm saying bob. for what you
1: look like and oh, how you carry I yourself you like, my choice i been. think you'd be a bob yeah i'd definitely be a bob
0: people think my name always i've been called the same name wrong multiple times I, I'm, I'm called uh kevin a lot and brian and i have a cousin brian but you couldn't pull off brian people call me brian all the time
1: <laughs> well they're wrong I, well, I what do you think you go by I would go, I would want to go by
0: Bobby. I think Bobby sounds the coolest. But as far as your looks go, I could see you being a Bobby. I'm probably a Rob. Ah, you know what? You are a Rob. I'm a fucking Rob. You are a Rob. I know. Yeah. But even Robert Dean, really funny comedian, has a bit about, it. he goes, When do I become a Bob? Because he goes by Robert. Oh, like, okay. And he goes, well, what, do I have to, what do I have to do to become a, a, a Bob? And he's like, i got to get a tape measure and a mustache. And, a, and like, he has a whole like. Bob's the most masculine. Bob's the most masculine. Yeah, I think so. Uh, you would be, you'd be. I'd be Rob, unfortunately. Be, yeah, I think you would be Rob,
1: it, which is better than Robbie. I think Robbie's the worst you can be.
0: I think most of them don't want to be called Robbie, except for my cousin. I have a cousin Robbie, but then he's called both. I think he was Robbie up to a point, and he did. Now he's like a scientist. He can't be oh, wow. Robbie the scientist. That sounds like a Nickelodeon show. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Coming this fall.
0: Coming this fall. Robbie the Scientist. Robbie the Scientist. I watch watch a lot of kids' TV these days, so I know that sounds like probably. (laughs) But that sounds pretty generic. Uh, Sean, what do you say we get the hell out of here? Let's get out of here, buddy. This was a good one. Yeah. Um, Shake on it. Guys, do us a favor. Uh, We're really trying to give you as much as we can. So please do us a favor. Uh, Follow us on TikTok. Uh, Follow us.
1: Brand new jerks pod. Brand new jerks
0: pod. Follow us, uh, uh, subscribe on YouTube, subscribe, rate, and review for the show. We cannot stress this enough. If you review us on iTunes, they the algorithm does it where they'll suggest the show to people. Do us a huge favor, write a review. Five stars for Whatever the What's the most stars On iTunes Five Five stars Give us a glowing review If you enjoyed the podcast If you didn't Shut the fuck up Chief <laughs> And uh,
1: <laughs> And we also never forget Where we came from So uh, everybody that has Reviewed so far And has left messages Sent uh, cool text messages That type of thing Thank you And we hope you keep listening
0: A hundred percent And yeah. we will see you guys Next week Thank you so much And now we end it right. The same way each week Absolutely With an awkward Handshake into the camera
1: Hey Sean Yeah, you do you, Chief.